Today's episode is brought to you by DB Journey. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you're able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. It's super important to have the right luggage when you're traveling. I remember the first set of luggage I ever got, it was like a two pocket thing. It was like a big pocket and a little pocket, and that's not nearly enough. Uh, we're teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in the show notes. DB, it's time to move on, time to get going. DB Journey. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 189, Drink It To You podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Sunday going? How the hell was your week? Uh, in over two weeks, I am finally boozing it up. I missed it. Uh, I'm on the wagon again, I guess. I got my whiskey. I got my Dr. Pepper because I'm Texan, you know? Uh, so if you got them, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. Mm. It's so good to be back. That tastes so good. Uh, actually, I don't know. Is it on the wagon or off the wagon? I can never tell. It seems like, you know, you're like doing good. So you're on the wagon, you know? It's like Chris is doing so good. He's being so disciplined. He hasn't had a drop of booze in a couple of weeks. And then you talk to that friend that's like, ah, let's just have a couple. You can never just have a couple with a friend. A couple turns into 20, you know? So I think at that point, you've fallen off the wagon, right? Your good streak is over. You hit a bump. You, you knocked your head on the way down. Now you need the booze to recuperate. Or I see it the other way around. You're, you know. You're doing good. You're off the wagon. You know, you're not boozing. You're not doing anything. You're just, you know, cruising. And, and and then you get that same friend that convinces you. And then you hop on the wagon. You hop on the party bus. Uh, which you shouldn't do, by the way. Dr don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Don't drink and drive your wagon, especially. If you have a, a horse-drawn carriage, don't do it. I'm sure they did it all the time back in the day. That's how you got... Dude, could you imagine traveling cross-country on a fucking wagon? Ugh. How horrific did our ancestors have it? Actually, I gotta look this up before I move on. Is drinking considered off the wagon or on the wagon? Here's a summary from the Hindu. When you fall off the wagon, you go back to drinking alcohol in large quantities after uh. having abstained from it for a while. When these individuals broke their pledge and started hitting the bottle again, they were said to have fallen off the wagon. Oh, okay. So you're being a good little boy if you're on the wagon. Okay. I mean, it makes sense either way, right? Even off the wagon going, and now I'm, I'm on the wagon, guys. No, that doesn't sound right. That's the dumbest thing. Anyways, let's take another drink. And I got to tell you guys, I am feeling a lot, a lot better, man. Uh, thank you for the good thoughts, nice messages, all that good stuff. I really appreciate it. The only thing I have left over is a slight cough. In case you're not caught up, I did have COVID. Uh, my daughter got it. My fiance got it. I got it. We're all in close quarters together. Fought through all that. Antibiotics, all that good stuff. Uh, but feeling a lot better, man. I still have a little bit of a cough, but it's not bad. You know, it's just like a regular cough. It's not so deep as it was. Other than that, 
my headache's gone. Uh, I kind of get this like random, if you've ever liked, like jumped into a pool and got water up your nose, you know how it like burns in the back of your, of your nose. I kind of have that randomly. I don't know what's causing that. Uh, but that's not as frequent as it was before. I guess it's just all the drainage, which that's just, I've heard that word way too much over the past week, you know, just talking with my fiance, how are you feeling? I got a lot of drainage. Ugh, gross. Don't say that. <laughs> I know it's, it is what it is, but still don't say that. Um, but you never know, you know, how, how good you have it until you get really sick like that. You know, I, I'm, I'm past the sickness and I'm just flying high, man. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling so much better. It's just kind of like that thing of like, if you haven't had food in a long time, if you've ever been camping as a little kid, man, this was my favorite thing to like go camping. You're out swimming all day. It's hot. You know, you're reapplying sunblock. Uh, if you're pasty, you know, you're just sweating, you're just burning a lot of calories, basically just being a kid. Uh, and then you get back to the campsite and you have your sandwich with your chips and, and your nice cold soda. That's just been waiting in the cooler, you know, the whole time you're swimming, it's just sitting there in the cooler, just keeping cold. And you finally get everything together. You put your chips on your, I'm a chips on my sandwich kind of guy. And I was a chips on my sandwich kind of kid. A good, great crunch. You know, I love that great crunch. But you start eating that sandwich and it's like the best thing. It doesn't matter what kind of meats on it. It could be bologna. It could be spam. It doesn't matter. It could be the cheapest cheese your family could buy. It doesn't matter. That sandwich is like gold because you're just replenishing everything you lost. Uh, what are we talking about here? Sandwiches? <laughs> uh, time off has been good, I guess. You know, I needed the time to recover. Hey, the 10-day quarantine, I will say this. That's like the perfect amount of time to like feel better. You know, the uh, COVID really takes it out of you. You know, and I've just been laid up in bed, as I told you guys last week, just watching TV like crazy, catching up on some shows. Oh, Castlevania, by the way. Uh, that's one show I've started. I think we're in season two. I just started it. I think my fiance has seen it before. Uh, what a great, great show. And, and you know what? If I ever wrote a show, uh, I'm totally doing animation. I'm not doing live action. I'm not doing you know, actual physical actors, I guess there would be voice actors, you know, but you can do so much more with, uh, I think South Park shows us that, you know, you can do so much more with animation that you, you just couldn't get away with, um, you know, you just couldn't get away with uh, using real people. You know, like they're putting kids in South Park in these adult situations. You couldn't do that with a real kid. I mean, I guess you could. It would just be awkward as fuck. And that kid would have a lot of questions. That's a lot of the reason these like, young actors, they grow up so fucked up. They see a lot of shit they shouldn't see at an early age. You know? But uh, yeah, a lot of advertising. Dude, I've just been like on the clickbait. What was the one the other day? Oh, Gwen Stefani. It's like, see these shocking photos of Gwen Stefani without makeup. I was like, all right. Let's take a look. And then, you know, I see the photos after clicking through several fucking pages of bullshit writing. 
And I click on the photos and I'm like, yeah, she's fucking hot. Like either way, she's fucking gorgeous. Is that what's so shocking? Like you're surprised she looks that, that nice. I guess it makes sense. You know, some of these women are so good at doing their makeup. Like there's, there's no way their normal face can compete with that. You know, <laughs> they just look like a completely different person. Uh, a lot of advertisements, a uh, lot of uh, infomercials. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of infomercials. They're just, you know, trying to sell me these kitchen knives the other night. And I'm just laughing to myself. All I can think the whole time is like OJ Simpson jokes. That's all I can think. You know, like the sharpest knife <laughs> you've ever used. And, you know, I'm just like saying things out loud like OJ approved, which is kind of disgusting. I shouldn't, you know, whatever. I was bored. All right. You don't know what it's like to sit on your ass for it's over a week. It fucking sucks. Uh, oh, the other one I loved. I, I wish I could tell you guys which like Tex-Mex. Uh, no, it actually wasn't Tex-Mex. I think they were trying to be authentic Mexican food. I can't remember who it was, but the, the advertisement on Hulu, like I said last week, I've just been destroying all my time on Hulu, just with the Wonder Years and all the great class, Family Matters, Full House. They have so many great classic shows on there. I just can't stop. I'm addicted. Uh, but anyways, it was this like Mexican food. It's like authentic Mexican food. And, they, you know, they're showing pictures while they're describing the food and come in and see us. And it actually might have been Rosa's. I'm not sure. I love Rosa's. Homemade tortillas. Ah, so good. But anyways, you know, they have the uh, the man with the Hispanic accent. You know, he's, he's speaking English, but you can tell he's got some flavor to him. So he's he's listing off all of their meats. So he's like, we have pollo, we have carnitas, we have barbacoa, and we have weenie. And I was like, what? And they're showing these, like they show the chicken and the rice. I'm like, oh God, that looks so good. They show the carnitas, which is like spicy pork in the rice. I was like, oh God, I gotta, I gotta go to this place. It looks so good. They show the barbacoa. And the last one they show is like hot dogs chopped up in some rice. I'm like, man, I don't want your fucking weenies. You just listed off chicken and pork and, and beef. And you're like weenies for the end. I'm not going to your buffet for weenies. Are you kidding me? That's the easiest shit to make at home. Uh, but yeah, man, that's, that's been a lot of, a lot of my time. Castlevania, uh, the wonder years, which dude, I don't know what it is about that show. That show just gets me. It's just like, you know, they get all sentimental about everything. And I'm just like, Oh my God, I, I, I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to be sensitive about it. Maybe it was the COVID talking. I don't know. I really don't know. And you know what? Something, something else you definitely shouldn't do. I made the mistake of doing this. I made the mistake of looking up WebMD, like COVID cases, and that would never. If you have an illness, <laughs> you never look up on the internet. Um, other cases, like worst cases, it was fucking horrible. Was the lady that it was pregnant in the hospital? There was like she had pneumonia at some point. Cause she caught COVID can't leave the hospital. I know there for a time people couldn't get into the hospital to like see their significant other or their daughter, you know, which I don't have to, I didn't have to worry about being pregnant. Obviously I uh, don't work that way. Uh, 
but just these horror stories. I'm like, you do, you never, you never WebMD your symptoms. You never WebMD COVID stories. It's just not, it's not going to, I'm sitting there with Google, like, can I get some uplifting stories here, Google? This is kind of depressing. Google's all like a, a fucking jaded Vietnam vet smoking a cigarette over there. Like, take a number kid, stand in line. We're all waiting for the good stories, you know? And I'm just, it's just fucking depressing, dude. Luckily I didn't have it that bad. Who's the guy? Uh, I wrote his name down. I, I love this guy's name. Ahmad Ayad. Ahmad Ayad. 40 years old. This dude was a fucking beast. Uh, just great shape. He's in phenomenal fucking shape, you know, shredded as fuck. And he's doing all these like, uh, uh, what are they called? Marathons? No, it's not a marathon. What do they do when they make like a pit of mud and they're like climbing it and climb under these, uh, obstacle course. Jeez, cry. It's <laughs> that took all my brain power to think of that word. Let's take another drink. Do you hear the way I shouted it out like a desperate child who hasn't got an answer right in a while in class? <laughs> ah, obstacle course. Uh, uh, that's right. Could you lower your voice, Chris? Uh, anyways, this guy's 40 years old, just shredded to the max, doing all these like obstacle courses. He's a runner. He's a fucking boxer. He lifts weights. He, you know, goes to work. Uh, he got COVID and it just, he lost 60 pounds uh, of muscle. I think he got out of the hospital actually earlier this year in April, but 60 pounds. Uh, you can't say that's all muscle, but still even losing 60 pounds of fat. That's like, that's pretty good. But even if it was, you know, 30 pounds of fat, 30 pounds of muscle, it's like, dude, that's a lot. That's like a lifetime of work, man, a lifetime of work. And it's just gone because he got COVID apparently he's, you know, damage to his lungs, damage to his heart, but uh, to his heart. I didn't mean to say hearts like he has too. uh, he just fucked him up, dude. This was one of the stories I'm looking at laying in bed. And I'm just like, Oh my God, it's going to get worse. My head fucking pounding. I can't stop coughing. It's the driest cough ever. It's not producing anything. Oh, dude, it was, uh, I had it mild. I think this is honestly my second time to have it. Um, just my opinion. I'm not a doctor. I can't really diagnose myself, but, uh, when they're saying it's like the flu, but worse that first time. Yeah, dude. Uh, I know I had that shit, um, 2020, February, 2020, before it was reported in the States. I know I had that, uh, second time around, not so bad. It was still annoying, you know, just trying to go to sleep and you're, you can't breathe in or breathe out without the congestion. Just, I had to sleep with headphones in. I can't do it. I can't listen to myself all night going, ee! Like every fucking breath, dude. Oh, God. I just like, I'm just like laying in bed waiting for my fiance to be like roll over and be like, will you shut the fuck up? Will you shut the fuck up? You know, but you can't help it. She's over there wheezing too. Uh, I'm just glad my baby girl has gotten better. And you know what's funny is like the, the growth 
that she's she's after this COVID thing and after she's feeling so much better, she's just so much more active, like as far as, you know, physical things she's doing, but like mental things, like she's learned that three or four new words, you know, since, you know, she's gotten better off the COVID or whatever. Uh, so, you know, I think the antibiotics are over, but it's just like she sprouted. It's just like that thing I said earlier. You don't know how good you have it until you're really sick. And then when you get over that sickness, you're like, oh, fuck, this is amazing. I love life. This is great. One of the things my daughter's adopted, her new thing, uh, is this like Phil Jackson arms crossed opinionated coach stance. You know, you'll be like, hey, let's go take a bath. And she'll just cross her arms. And I call it the Phil Jackson. I don't think my fiance gets it. She probably doesn't even know who that is, but it's fucking hilarious to me it's like she's standing on the sideline just judging me like yeah i don't know dad bath tonight you sure that's a good idea you sure you want to get suspended you know <laughs> it's just i love it though i love she's adopted this you know anytime she doesn't get her way she just crosses her arms she's starting to stamp her foot down you know i'm just like oh my god i i've got it coming man i know i do She's got me wrapped around her finger. I, I always said I wouldn't be that guy. I always said I wouldn't be that guy that lets his daughter, you know, wrap him around her little finger. But she's she's already got it, man. She's already got it most of the way. You know, it's like going for that arm bar. You know, she has me most of the way in the arm bar. I'm still like putting up a fight, but it's only a matter of time before she just out muscles me. And I'm just like, all right, I submit. I tap. Which is a lot of other things I've been watching, like those early UFC. That's probably why I'm uh, referencing it right now. The early UFC with like Hoist Gracie, um, Hicks and Gracie. Uh, let me ask you guys this. If you know more about the fight game or more about Brazil, why are all their names, the Gracie family, they all start, there's Royce, it's R-O-Y-C-E, Royce Gracie, but he goes by Hoist. There's Rickson Gracie, but he goes by Hickson Gracie. What's the deal with the R? What's the deal? Sorry. Uh, don't go Seinfeld. But what's the? Uh, why is it an H sound for an R? Um, I don't really know. But I was watching the Hickson Gracie uh, on Joe Rogan. You know, you can't watch Joe Rogan full episodes anymore because now he's on Spotify, which really sucks. Uh, especially since I just got YouTube uh, Premium. Uh, I don't even know if they're drawing money out of my account. They probably are. I hadn't even checked. That's not a good thing. That's how much I love it. I'm like, take whatever you want. Just let me use your service. Um, anyways, but you can't watch full Joe Rogan episodes anymore, which kind of sucks, but it is what it is. But I, I watched this clip with Hicks and Gracie, and he was talking, and I saw this right before... The household, you know, we got quarantined and we came down with COVID. It was almost like perfect timing, you know. Um, but it's like he's talking, Hicks and Gracie's talking to Joe about, you know, controlling your breathing. That's how you control your fear. That's how you control, you know, a lot of things, just yourself in general. If you just focus on your breath and there's a million different breathing techniques you can do. Uh, and my favorite one is like in for four, hold out for eight, hold, in for four, hold, out for eight, hold, you know, pretty basic stuff. Uh, that's my new favorite one so far. So I've been working on my breathing, you know, his words meant a lot to me because I get flustered sometimes, you know, 
I get all, you know, irritated and overstimulated, if you will. And, you know, I just start getting flustered and I can't, I can't, I can't calm myself down. But now that I've been doing these breathing techniques, it's really honestly like changed my life. And he said something huge. He said something huge. I'm doing my, I'm doing the Trump fingers where it's like a three on each hand. Yedge. And I'm leaving my jaw just draped. Yedge. Just so you guys, I know there's no visual. Anyways, so he said something huge. Yedge. All right, stop, Chris. Jesus Christ. So annoying. Um, he said something very important to me, which was, you know, he was talking about controlling his fear and everything and these breathing techniques and people are doing it wrong and it's the most basic thing to do. And he was saying, I can't, when he would get like into the ring to go fight, you know, he would control his breathing and that's how he controlled his fear because your mind's always telling you, you can't do this. He's going to knock you out. Oh, he's going to arm bar you. Oh, he's got you where he wants you now. You're just constantly fighting your mind over and over and over, just constantly fighting yourself. And he was like, you can't, he's like, I decided one day I can't fight two enemies. He's like, I can't fight my opponent and also fight myself, which was like, dude, I just, I, what? Dude, I've been doing that my whole fucking life, you know? And, and there's, there's good things about it too. You know, you're, if you're too soft on yourself, I feel like you just spin your wheels. You never get anything done. You're like, ah, that's okay. I'll pay the rent next month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but then there's the opposite of being too hard on yourself. And that's me to the max. I'm so hard on myself and it reflects onto like my family. I want them to do better and I want them to be better. And, you know, and it's just like, well, nobody's perfect. You know, at some point you just got to tell yourself, yeah, nobody's perfect. You're expecting perfection and nobody's perfect. Uh so anyways, that was an important thing he said to me. So I've been doing my breathing techniques when I start feeling that, you know, my blood start to boil because of something that happened. And normally, you know, what it is, is like I see some injustice on TV and it's not, you know, it's not some made up TV show, you know, whatever. It's like real, real injustice or online, especially you see some injustice every day. You can find it. And that really gets my blood boiling. And if I just start breathing, I relax, I'm okay. You know, and, and that's, that's his whole point is just focusing on your breath and being okay. Uh, instead of focusing on my breath, let's focus on this booze. How about that? Let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. All right. Uh, time for the drink recommendations. This is from a couplecooks.com. The first one I have for you is the Sea Breeze. What you're going to need is some vodka, some cranberry juice. They're very easy with the uh, proportions. It doesn't matter. Grapefruit juice. Uh, three ingredients. All these ingredients are served on the rocks with crushed ice. You'll simply mix them all together with the bar spoon. No cocktail shaker needed. While a highball glass, tall, thin glass, is most common for a highball cocktail, you can use any glass you like. Uh, that is the sea. Oh, here's a little history. That's nice. Uh, thank you, two cooks, or I'm sorry, a couple cooks.com. Uh, the sea breeze was invented in the 1920s. Back then, it looked a little different from now. The first sea breeze used gin and grenadine. 
It went through a few transformations until a company called Ocean Breeze came along in the 1950s. You know, the Cranberry Company. Oh, shit, Ocean Breeze. I didn't even notice. Uh, yep, the Sea Breeze cocktail was revamped to contain cranberry juice by Ocean Spray itself. Don't they Don't they have the commercial where they're stepping on all the all the cranberries and the and the grapes with their bare feet i just that can't be sanitary like sure you can clean your feet but like you gotta think like those people still have toenails Ugh, gross now i'm starting to think of the like what's the fungus toenail commercial <laughs> from years ago where they zoomed in on the toenail and the fungus was like hanging out having a party Ugh, gross it's making my skin crawl anyways uh, that took a weird direction. A couple cooks.com. That's the sea breeze. Uh, these are all cranberry cocktails, by the way. Uh, I did not say that at the top of this. If my browser will go back, I will tell you the next one. Still a couple cooks.com. Uh, what do we want to do here? Uh, there's the sea breeze. Cosmopolitan, man. We've done that one so many times. That's not even fun anymore. Vodka cranberry. I'm pretty sure I know what that babe breeze cocktail. All right, let's see what's in this. Uh, jump to recipe, please. This is also a couplecooks.com. These are all coming from the same website. Here's what you're going to need uh, for, uh, for one person. This is actually a really cool website. You can do it by one person, two people, or three people, which it'll just, you know, It'll tell you the right amount for, for that many people. Uh, so we're just doing for one person because we're selfish. Uh, one and a half ounces pineapple juice, one ounce vodka, three ounces 100% unsweetened cranberry juice, do not use sweetened or cocktail, one teaspoon maple syrup or simple syrup, one lime wedge. Here's how the hell you're going to make it. Add the pineapple juice and the vodka to a glass and stir. Fill the glass with ice. God, these advertisements are killing me. Uh, in a shot glass or a small pitcher, combine the cranberry juice and syrup and stir. To make a layered drink, look, tip the glass of pineapple juice slightly and pour the cranberry mixture alongside of the glass so that it can glide to the bottom. Garnish with the lime wedge and serve. Uh, that is the Easy Bay Breeze cocktail. I wonder if Ocean Spray had something to do with that one too. Uh, vegan and vegetarian, in case you were wondering. I really got to get back on the vegan train, by the way, you guys. Uh, my, I, my diet sucks. My diet really sucks. Uh, I've lost some weight, and that's only due to COVID because I couldn't eat anything without barfing it up. Sorry to be so graphic. Um, yeah, I got to get back on that vegan diet, man. I just I felt so good. Ooh, cranberry margarita. This is the last one for the night. We're, we're doing this one. Vegan, vegetarian... Uh, a couple cooks.com jump to recipe jump to recipe it's not jumping to recipe why 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 I, every week man there's just something i just got to stop using i just have to go back to like pad and paper it's the only way uh, my handwriting's so fucked up that wouldn't work either be mispronouncing words all the time anyways uh Okay, here's what you're going to need. Ooh, this one has... Oh, man. I might actually make this. I have some cranberry juice inside. One and a half cups tequila. One and a half cups 100% cranberry juice. One cup Cointreau. 
half cup lime juice, half cup simple syrup or maple syrup. Omit if using sweetened cranberry juice and add to taste. Add three handfuls of ice and stir until cold. Pour into individual glasses and serve. How many people was this for? Okay, here, here's some more steps. Rim the glass with salt. Shake in a cocktail shaker. Strain. Okay, you just do it like a regular margarita. Jeez. I'm just out of practice, man. I haven't made a cocktail in a while. I'm just like a pour and drink kind of guy lately. Uh, so anyways, there's the three drink recommendations. That's all from a couplecooks.com. Love the website. As always, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Be safe out there, guys. Uh, cheers. All right. Uh, let's see, man. I've, I've been wondering about this. I'm just out of the MLB loop. Uh, right now. So let's look at the MLB playoff bracket because I am interested. It's the best time of the year, man. Uh, hockey's coming back in October. Football's back next weekend. Can you believe that? Can you believe football is back next week, next Sunday? I think that's the ninth, right? I don't have a calendar in front of me. Um, and then you got playoff baseball. Playoff Picture. Here we go. MLB playoff picture. Man, I'm kind of hungry. Let's see. Uh, let's go MLB standings. How about that? Playoff standings. I I'll tell you this much. My Texas Rangers aren't close. Uh, I think the Orioles are the only team in the MLB that are worse than the Rangers. We traded Gallo months ago. I think he's in New York now, which fucking sucks. But I get it, you know. It's like, how many years do we have to rebuild to have a good team? Okay, let's just see top of the division. American League, We got you got Rays, Yankees, Red Sox, AL Central, White, White Sox? Dude, the White Sox are leading their division? I got a message that guy on Instagram. I had a guy add me from a, a White Sox fan page because, you know, I do love the White Sox, but I didn't know they were doing good. Uh, so you got the White Sox, Indians, Tigers. I'll just give you the top three. Astros, Mariners, Athletics. Uh, that's all in the American League. The National League, who do you got? Braves, Phillies, Mets. Uh, the Mets apparently are kind of tearing it up right now. I don't know. They're barely above 500. Uh, you got the Brewers, the Reds, and the Cardinals. The Brewers. Dude, what is happening this year? The Giants, the Dodgers, and the Padres in the NL West. Get out of here. Dude, this is going to be a great season, like postseason. I'm actually kind of excited. Let's get somebody new in there. Fucking Cardinals. God, I hate the Cardinals. That's just, I love all baseball teams and I love baseball. I fucking hate the Cardinals. You know, they're just like, they've been the bullies for so long. Aside from the Yankees, you know, Yankees and, and Red Sox. But uh, anyways, best time of the year, man. The weather's getting cooler. You got some some sports coming up, uh, but that's going to do it for me for the night. Thank you guys for listening to episode number 189, Drink It To You podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. All that means is you, you got to finish your drink before I hit stop. You got about 30 seconds and go. Cheers, everybody. Mm. Oh, feels good to be back. All right, guys, I will talk to you next week. Uh, be safe out there, guys. Bye.